You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode of the Locked On Utes podcast, a shorter morning episode, just getting you ready for the start of the season, a little bit of preview, some game notes. We'll have a longer episode for you later in the afternoon with commentary from Kyle Whittingham and the rest of the players from the University of Utah as they have their first introductory press conference for game week of the season. In the meantime, we're going to give you a little bit of a preview of what you're going to be thinking about all day until Kyle Whittingham comes out and drops those comments. Today's episode of the Locked On Youth Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network starts out on Monday. August 30th, 2021. It is the Locked On News Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network for a Monday, August 30th, 2021. And it is a great week. To be a Ute as the University of Utah football team kicks off the 2021 campaign this week. On Thursday, kickoff at 5.30 Mountain Time at Rice-Eccles Stadium against the Weber State Wildcats. We have a short preview episode for you this morning. Get you kind of feeling the vibes, feeling the juice. Uh, what am I saying? Everybody's already feeling it already. Uh, wanted to give you some news and notes. I usually pull these from the University of Utah website, utahutes.com. So if you don't go there... Uh, this will be your update for it. Uh, if you do go there, uh, you can just go ahead and skip through this episode if you'd like, or skip to the end where we'll talk a little bit about volleyball and soccer over the weekend, but wanted to give you some game notes here. Just get you started out because we're going to have a longer episode later on in the day with comments from Kyle Whittingham. As the season goes on, we'll kind of break these things up. We'll likely have a game review episode on Mondays and then a press conference and, and, and commentary later on that day. So that'll kind of be like your Monday, Tuesday bridge episode. Just because of the way the team is doing things, we'll still give you five episodes a week. When they drop might be a little bit different than what you're used to. Just to try and get you as much up-to-date information as possible. That's always the goal here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Speaking of which, we're here five days a week, free on all podcast platforms, talking about your Utah Utes. But if you're a college football fan, we've got you covered here at the Locked On Podcast Network. You can tune in to your favorite Power 5 conference shows on Thursday, September 26th, and Friday, September 27th. Just search Locked On ACC, Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. No, there is no Locked On Alliance football yet. Maybe down the road uh, once they actually sign a contract. Just kidding. But wanted to get that out of the way so that we can get talking about what really matters here. And that is your University of Utah Utes. It is going to be a phenomenal season. And the Utes are starting it off with a 128th season of football when they host the Weber State Wildcats. Uh, It shouldn't be a difficult game by any stretch. This game will be 5.30 p.m. on the Pac-12 Networks. Very important. So if you don't have a ticket, you better hurry. Either get a ticket or else get the Pac-12 Networks in the next couple days. Make sure you've got that locked down. Utah is currently 136 in Rice-Eccles Stadium since 1998. That is, of course, when the stadium was remodeled. Uh, Recording their 100th win last year in 2020, they are 72-25 and 
in Rice-Eccles Stadium during the Kyle Whittingham era, including three undefeated home seasons in 2008, 2009, and 2019. Uh, 6-0, 6-0, 7-0. Utah has won 13 of its last 14 home games, which included a streak of 11 in a row from October 6, 2018 to November 30, 2019. Rice-Eccles Stadium ranks second in the Pac-12 in win percentage and in the top 25 nationally. Uh, just a reminder, all the places that you can go to check out their social media, you can go at Utah underscore football, at Utah Athletics, uh, at Utah Football on Instagram, at Utah Athletic on Instagram. Obviously, the hashtags are Go Utes uh, and hashtag you boys with a Z on the end. Uh, if you want to stay tuned to conversations and whatnot, I know some people like it when you tweet something out and it gets shown on the Jumbotron. So those are the hashtags you want to use for that one. Obviously, want to remind everyone that there are some big changes to how they're handling the game day operations there at Rice Eccles Stadium. You'll want to go to utahutes.com to preview that. Just uh, a little bit of an update is obviously digital tickets and parking. That's going to be a big one. Cashless, cashless concessions. Easy for me to say. Uh, parking lots opening five hours before kickoff with the exception of the signature parking lot and the Guardsman Way tailgating lot. There is a clear bag policy. The stadium will introduce no bag lines at all major gates to help expedite entry for those not bringing a bag into the stadium. Only clear bags up to 12 inches by 18 inches will be allowed inside the stadium. No bags, purses, or duffels may be brought into the stadium. To be clear, you must have a clear bag. I'd recommend either going online and ordering one from Amazon. They're pretty widely available there. Or going to the Utah Bookstore. You can get one with the logos and everything on it. They're really easy it's not going to be a fun situation i understand that everybody's upset about it this is a nationwide thing it's not just the university of utah all stadiums and arenas are going this route so if you do try to show up with a bag they're not going to let you in i'm just going to say that this is something that i dealt with years ago when i was working for the salt lake stallions i've seen it carry over obviously last year the uproar was minimized because there weren't anybody any, there wasn't anybody being allowed into the games uh, make sure that you get that clear bag because it's just how it's going to be from here on out. Um, so if you have more questions about that, they've done a really good job about putting things out on social media and on the website, everything like that. I really don't know that much more about it, but I will give you what I've uh, what I've seen. So um, in the meantime, here's some quick hitters from Utah Sports Information Department. Utah is 7651. Sorry, 76-50-1 and all-time in season openers with just two season opening losses in the last 14 seasons. Some of that is due to the fact that they have scheduled well with that kind of thing. They're 26-1 and in regular season non-conference games since joining the Pac-12 in 2011. Utah's last regular season non-conference loss was in overtime at Utah State in 2012. That's incredible that they haven't lost a non-conference game since 2012. It's also surprisingly crazy that it was Utah State when it happened. The Utes are 55-12-2 all-time against the Big Sky Conference, of which Weber State belongs to. Utah has seven consecutive years of winning seasons dating back to 2014. The Utes have finished with a winning season in 14 of all 14 of Whittingham's 16 years as head coach. I expect it to be 15 of 17 by the time the season is done. Utah has sold out Rice Eccles Stadium in 63 consecutive games, dating back to the 2010 season opener. Utah increased its attendance from 45,807 to 51,444 in 2021 after the South Ends end zone expansion of the Ken Garf Red Zone. 
we all know that that's going to be uh, the record. Crowd is going to be eclipsed very quickly. Make sure you get to the games early. Make sure you get in your seat. I have a feeling you weren't going to want to miss what's going to be happening before the game uh, at, at any point during the season, but especially in game number one. Last time Utah had fans in the stands at Rice Eccles Stadium was November 30th, 2019, with 46,879 cheering the Utes on to a 45 to 15 victory to clinch the Pac 12 South title. It ranks as the ninth biggest crowd in, in RES history, which obviously we're going to demolish that on Thursday. Utah was picked to finish second in the Pac-12 South Division with the Utes leading all teams with five first-team preseason all-Pac-12 picks. Reminder, that is Nick Ford on the offensive line, Devin Lloyd at linebacker, Mika Tafua at defensive end, Jaden Redding at kicker, and Britton Covey at returner. Utah ranks number 24th in the preseason AP poll and is receiving the most most votes in the coaches' poll. They are 26th unofficially. So in the others receiving votes column, they're the first one listed. So obviously not they're actually ranked 26, but, you know, uh, I don't know. It's not really simple math, but just like calculations would make you think that the next team on the list in, in others receiving votes would actually be the 26th ranked team, but they don't really specify that. It's The coach's poll is just really not great. Uh, I think it started out as a good idea, and now it's become like the SID's unofficial coach's poll. Um, so whatever. They're all going to figure it out eventually, especially if Utah does to Weaver State what we expect them to do. The Utes have either been ranked or received votes in the last seven AP preseason polls, finishing the year ranked or receiving votes in four of those years. So that's kind of your news and notes, game updates, and everything like that for the upcoming game against the Weaver State Wildcats. Jake and I will have a preview episode where we'll break down the Wildcats and talk a little bit about them upcoming. Um, also, we're going to try and do our best to uh, to get as much Utah-related content in, in terms of interviews and players and, and coaches and everything like that as we can up on the feed. Uh, if you have things that you want to see during the season, please let us know at LockedOnUtes on Twitter or LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. In the meantime, it's probably going to be hot on Thursday. You're going to want to stay dry. That's why you need to go to Sweat Block. Uh, sweat block is doctor created doctor recommended works for up to seven days per use it has a dry shirt guarantee if sweat block doesn't keep you dry you get your money back featured and tested on the rachel ray show by firefighters who else experiences more heat than them i promise it's not me it's a bestseller on amazon for the past 10 years with over 13,000 reviews and best of all it's manufactured here in the united states uh there are things that nobody really wants to talk about in life uh being sweaty is likely one of them if you're like me you don't really have much of a choice. It's just you were born this way, uh, so it's it's how you have to live your life, whether you want to or not, and that's okay uh, because there is sweat block, and it's one of the best things that I've ever had happen to me in terms of staying dry and in, in in terms of not getting all sweaty all over everywhere. So um, there are worse problems in the world than being sweaty, but let me tell you, this is is just an easy way to get past it. It is stronger, more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed. The next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat, guaranteed. I know it sounds too good to be true. I've only had to use sweat block once or twice a week. It keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out. No more stinky. Uh, no more feeling like I'm, I'm going to have to change my shirt at halftime because I'm so sweaty. Uh, no more having to wear the 
certain colored shirts so that the sweat doesn't show through. All that is just gone. If someone you love or if you're dealing with this yourself, you just have to check out Sweat Block. Uh, it's really changed the way that I do things, and it smells really good. they got all sorts of other good products, too. Like I've talked about the lotion. I really am a huge fan of the lotion. The uh, Obviously, the antiperspirant works really well, too. Same with the deodorant. It all smells very good, very manly. You can get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon or CVS. Wrapping things up on a morning edition of the Locked On News podcast for Monday, August 30th. As the Utah women's soccer team gets the big dub over Northern Colorado, they beat Northern Colorado 3 to nothing, blanking the, uh, what is it, the Wolves, uh, Bears? Why, why don't I know what Northern Colorado's mo- mascot is? This is a problem. Uh, but the bottom line is it doesn't matter because they don't exist because they got beat. Uh, yeah, Northern Colorado Bears. I knew that. Um, they got beat by the Lady Utes in 3-0 to zero convincing fashion. All three of those goals coming in the second half. Sidney Roberts scoring a goal. Aaron Bridges dropping a goal. Avery Brady dropping a goal. Uh, Michaela Christensen had a solid uh, uh, solid game. Two shots. Two shots on goal. One assist. Uh, Avery Brady also adding a shot on goal, obviously. Um, very solid effort for the women in that respect. Chelsea Peterson had a few saves as well. Um Good to get back to their winning ways as they've kind of been up and down a little bit to start the season. That's to be expected with a newer program. But the youths get back to business uh, again. You know, uh, the final clincher goal, the youths added their third ga- goal of the game as Northern Colorado was called for a foul in the box, and Aaron Bridges took the penalty kick for Utah. She buried the PK into the back of the net, extending the lead to 3 0. That would end up being the final score. Utah will return to the pitch on Thursday, September the 2nd at 5 p.m. They'll travel to normal Illinois to face Illinois State in non-conference action. Uh, That will be... um, I don't think that game will be on TV. Um, Nor do I think that Utah's ever played Illinois State. Maybe. No. I don't think that they have. Um, That also they'll play again on Sunday at Butler at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, I don't believe that that one will be on TV. You'll be able to catch the live stats updates on the website for that. And then, of course, they'll return home to face off against rival Brigham Young at Field, September the 9th at 6 6 p.m. So a busy week, as always, for Utah Athletics. In addition to that, uh, Utah Volleyball had themselves a strong, strong outing as they picked up a season-opening win over Utah Valley 3-1. Uh, Utah took the sets 25 to 23, lost the second 21 25, won the third 25 19, and the fourth 25 14 for a 3 to 1 victory. Uh, Madeline Robinson had 16 kills, two blocks. Danny Drew, 16 kills, one ace, and one block. Zoe Weatherington, seven kills, six blocks, no aces. And Kennedy Evans had six kills and eight blocks in that one. Pretty solid start off for the University of Utah women's volleyball team. Um, Danny Drews, man, she is just incredible to watch. And then again, uh, they in so back-to-back sets, obviously, as they went um, to Utah Valley for the first game and then came back home to the Huntsman Center for the second game. That one was a basic route as they won the first set 25-15, the second 25-10, and the third 25-12. In that game, 13 kills for Danny Drews, no aces, four blocks, seven kills, two aces, and two blocks for Madeline Robinson. 
Seven kills, no aces, but five blocks for Zoe Wetherington. And Kennedy Evans with six kills, six blocks, no aces. Uh, should be an exciting season for the University of Utah. Their next match will be on September the 3rd at 10 a.m. against Cal Poly. That should be available on the Utah live stream, so you can check that out there. Good start for the Lady Vol- for the Lady Utes and their volleyball team. Uh, exciting as they'll be playing. Wow, this will be fascinating. So they'll be playing, uh, sorry, the Utah Classic. Cal Poly, San Diego uh, on Friday, 10 a.m. And then a 7 p.m. Uh, I don't know, is it tip? I'm not sure with volleyball. Um, regardless, both of those be on the live stream as they are playing at the John M. Huntsman Center in the Utah Classic. So Cal Poly in the morning on Friday. San Diego in the evening on Friday, and then Saturday the 7th, they'll be playing Hawaii. That should be a good one as the uh, Lady Warriors usually have a pretty solid volleyball team, if I'm not mistaken. So exciting things happening this week. A very, very busy week in Utah athletics, not just football. Again, Jake and I will be back later on Monday or Tuesday, depending on how things shake out with the press conference and the sound and everything like that, with more Utah football talk, obviously. And in the meantime... Thank you, as always, for following us here on uh, Locked on Utes. In the meantime, betting on your favorite sport doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Thank you, as always, for tuning in, for listening, for following us on your favorite platform, for following us at Locked on Utes on Twitter, for following me at BrownBearSLC, for following Jake at Jacob C. Hatch, and for emailing the show, LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. We'll be back with more uh, either later today or tomorrow, as always, here on the Locked on Utes podcast. This has been the Locked on Utes podcast for August 30th, 2021.